Hello, this is Ariel Zatina, and you're listening to Radio One Chicago.
Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago right here on 88.7 FM WLUW. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Radio 1 Chicago and uh, visit us at uh, Radio1Chicago.com. Joining us now, the person behind that wonderful, dope, booming sound, Ariel Zatina. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. No, welcome. Thank you so much for making the time to come down. Of course. As I was saying, booming we had like a little bit of dead air. We wasn't sure what was going on there, but nope, the party <laughs> never stops. Exactly. Just, just kept going. But uh, welcome. How are you? I, I'm great. I'm great. I I just got back to Chicago and it got so cold. I was in I was in New York for the weekend um, mm. at doing a workshop at Vassar College and like playing there. So Nice. Yeah, it was cool. So you just missed the Nor'easter, uh, the weather, the, I guess the East Coast is going through this whole weather uh torrential downpour of yeah rain and snow and just everything yeah it seems like, like yeah it seems a, like a lot is happening <laughs> so so you missed all that i missed all that thankfully <laughs> I'm, I'm here in one piece well i'm so i'm so glad you were able to make it down in one piece we appreciate it oh yeah of course great so uh how long have you been djing um so it's been about four years when i've been doing it in front of people um and a little mm. bit longer than that there you go. so ba- yeah basement dj then you exactly got, got exactly like a lot of a lot of really bad mixing on my laptop but that's what you learned though exactly exactly yeah um yeah but i i feel like yeah there's so many djs in the city that have been djing you know for 15 20 years so i'm yeah. definitely still a baby as compared to so many people in Chicago. well i mean like but. you're young you're like 21 Oh my gosh! Thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> I'm I'm 27. Well, you yeah. still got time. Exactly. Exactly. You still got time to learn. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm always. I'm a student of life. I definitely feel that. <laughs> so what? What was the? I, I guess what was your introduction into DJing? Did someone give you a pair of turntables, or you, did you have someone in your in your circle that was doing it? And you're like, I could do that. Yeah. It was. A mixture of both. I was in this performance art group and we were doing like, you know, these big operatic sort of theatrical productions with a lot of electronic music in it. And I just I actually ended up teaching myself a lot of production and like in GarageBand and what I had access to. Sure. And then I kind of kept going from there. I was friends with some DJs, Mm. but I'm always like I'm definitely like my own mother. I I taught myself for sure because from just, you know, messing around on a laptop really and then. It's only recently when I've been going into away from digital. I play on digital turntables on CDJs, but mm-hmm. I, and I always talk about I sometimes play vinyl in sets, but it's very much like a very young DJ playing vinyl. It's very you can dance <laughs> to it, but it definitely you lose the groove sometimes. But yeah. you know, I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm of a, I'm of a different generation, I think, than sure. vinyl DJ. So it's really cool. It's really cool when I'm you know 
respected in those same spaces and people like get what I'm doing, even though my, my process is different. Yeah. What we heard on, on that, on that record, that was Diva, right? Yes. Yes. We heard on that. So that's a lot, a lot of a house, a lot of just uh, EDM, a lot of just a lot of like a lot of energy focused mm-hmm. into that track. Did, did, uh, did the Chicago hip hop uh, house scene, did that ever influence you, how you designed your music and wanted it to be heard or what, I guess, what was the influence uh, sort of leading to you the way that you produce and make the music that you do? Oh yeah. I mean, when I moved to Chicago and started actually, you know, going to house, house shows, going, mm-hmm. to, um, going to stuff where, you know, the most average Joe in Chicago will dance to house music. And I think Facts. that was really exciting to me. Uh, and also just, you know, I, I was so used to hearing a house that was, you know, like a a boring, just very general house. And I think that the percussion in Chicago house as well was so exciting to me. Sure. Um, so that definitely influenced me a lot. I always I always think about the first dance music that I was really into was the early 2000s, late 90s, like pop trance, like, yeah. like Opus 3, It's a Fine Day, that kind of stuff, Castles uh-huh. in the Sky, uh, like Alice DJ Better Off Alone. So I always think, you know... But yeah, living in Chicago and being around house music has just influenced me in so many ways. I think just because of that, it gets everybody to dance, and there's something so important about that. Yeah. Now there's a, a great story behind Diva. You're you're telling me a little bit off air. Oh that, yeah. That yeah. the the UN has adopted the song. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. So these uh, producers from Europe hit me up and were wanting to release a record in conjunction with International Women's Day. Yep. Um, and in conjunction with UN Women, which is a subset of the United Nations. And sure, sure. They were super excited about it too, because it's such a it's such a rare project for like a you know a political group and this are uniting. I, I would never think that they would be like that that you would ever identify fun with the UN. It's right, like it's like whenever right. you're like, oh the Pope's playlist. It's like why does he have Tupac on the playlist? <laughs> exactly. But it's, it's exactly. one of those weird things that like it's like you're you're happy it happens, but you just didn't know. Yeah. Well yeah. I was like I really hope the UN invites me to their convention and I just stand on stage as it plays <laughs> like behind like a flag or something <laughs> you know but I, I can only hope you know that that's gonna happen but yeah but it just got announced yesterday that that's so exciting be released yeah so on March 15th you can buy it on Bleep or it'll be I think streamable on SoundCloud as well okay oh that's so, fantastic yeah. well, congratulations that's, yeah. that's huge thank you I'm the, really excited about it and, and they just and they like you submitted it or they no just... it was um it was being curated by this group Femme Culture who is uh was the people were the people in conjunction the collective in conjunction with the UN. Sure. And then they chose just people that they knew uh just from around the world. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people I know, a lot of people I don't know on it. Um but I think they just I it's a it's an all female group of people, female and non-binary, I believe, uh on the record. So it's just yeah, and I was it's a super the graphic of it is beautiful. It has a gorgeous um a gorgeous image to it. I'm really excited about it. Fantastic. So. We're, we're talking with Ariel Zatina here on 88.7 FM, WLUW's Radio 1 Chicago. Uh, let's get into another record that you brought with us. Uh, what do you want to get into? Um, uh, we get to House of pa- House with Paula or Pump My Body Up. Let's do, yeah, let's do House with Paula. It's a... Uh, um a collaboration with my friend Paula Nassif, who usually does a lot of my visuals, but this was a, a sonic collaboration. And this is going to be released later this year through Trash Cult, which is a label in Oakland. Nice. Yeah. All right, we're going to be back more right here on 88.7 FM, WLUW. Stick around.
Welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago. Excuse me. I had to catch my breath there. <laughs> Coming out of a break. Sometimes it's tiring. We work during the break. Hey, you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago here on WLUW 88.7 FM. Our live in-studio guest, Ariel Zantina, joins us. That was another record that you have that's uh, upcoming on a new project, right? Yeah, yeah. That is a collaboration with uh, my one of my visual collaborators, but this time it was Sonic Collaboration, uh, Pala Nassif, and it's going to be out soon, I believe, in um, on this label, Trash Cold, that's based in Oakland. Nice. So, yeah. So you, you, so you spread your music out pretty wide. Like, it's on, it's not necessarily focused on either SoundCloud or anywhere. Like, there's labels and it's again distributed and put out there or so that people can find it yeah yeah it's good i most of my stuff you can find on soundcloud but it's definitely yeah i have i have a lot of hands in many things and right now i also have a bunch of you know a bunch of upcoming things that are you know single single tracks as opposed to like full albums or anything yeah. so it's a lot of a lot of different things in a lot of different places how much do you enjoy like making like producing records uh like is it as fun as djing other records like is there what would what, what how would you how would you describe the difference? Totally. Um, I, you know, I think I, it's just a much more solitary experience when I'm doing, when I'm producing, it feels a much more like a writing process or like going into myself. Yeah. Whereas, you know, DJing can definitely feel like that and mixing records can definitely feel like that. But it's also, you know, it's a, it's a communication between all of the dancers and the listeners that are there. So it definitely feels like a more, a more social experience. So I definitely like bringing the, bringing how I feel in production to when I'm DJing and how I feel DJing when I'm producing. So, you know, it's, it, they definitely influence each other a lot, I would say. Were you producing first then DJing or was the DJing that led into producing? 
I produced before I DJed, which I think is different than most DJs. I feel like most DJs start by DJing and then they get into it. Exactly. Backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I actually, yeah, I I was not in sort of the dance music or DJ world, but I was in more of an electronic music world. So yeah. that was more of my access point. And then when I started DJing more, I actually put a little bit of a stop to producing for a bit and focusing on mixing. And I feel like I'm just coming back to it in the past year or so. And yeah. It's been exciting because I feel like, you know, a couple of years of doing like playing a bunch of like fun parties where I was, yeah. you know. Does, does that keep you like sort of uh, in tune to what's going on, what other people are playing? Because you're, you're playing other people's records and then I'm sure you're getting inspired by hearing their records and then you go back and then you can do your own thing. So that that keeps you sort of in the loop of so you don't so your production doesn't become stale. Uh, where you know you're just DJing. You, oftentimes you see like DJs who were producers. Now they're just DJing, and you never hear them produce. But it seems like you're doing you're, you're coexisting in both worlds, where it's keeping you uh, more modern to what's taking place now. Yeah, because I definitely feel you know I always beg all of my friends who are making music right now to send me stuff that's unreleased, and so I can play it out. And I have like the very newest stuff to mix. Sure. But I you know I love mixing that with old house records and old techno records. I think that's so exciting because you know a lot of times the oldest records sound like the newest records Mm. and vice versa Mm. so yeah i really i really always feel like i will be a dj who's like very much looking on the now but also you know being able to call back yeah for sure we're talking with ariel zantina here on 88.7 fm wluw so uh you mentioned that you came to chicago so where were you prior i was originally from right outside jacksonville florida Mm. like like georgia florida very very that (laughs) um but i was there until i was 18 and then I was in the suburbs for a little bit here, so I wasn't really in Chicago. Sure. But uh, and then I, yeah, and then I came to Chicago proper in 2012. What was that a choice decision, or was it like family relocating? How did you land? Uh, no, I actually I um, ended up going to school here, so that's what originally brought me here. Oh. I just after I graduated high school, I came here for for college and ended up staying. I'm curious because usually people who go into a university, they end up not doing what they planned on doing. So did you, was it for music or was it for something It was else? not for music at all. I didn't do any music. <laughs> exactly. It always happens like that. And I never thought that would happen to me and then it yeah. did. Um, yeah, but I went to school for, for theater and for oh, writing. Yes. I Yeah, it was like, you know, it was still for an artistic form but very different than what I'm doing now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I definitely feel like I'm doing something the, the, very different. <laughs> so the, there is no uh, connection between the theater world and uh, you know, I think I think there definitely there definitely is. I mean, I think a lot of the things I learned being in writing processes in school, I've been able to channel into what I'm doing with work now. And sure. I also, you know, I think I I think there's a really big theatricality to my work. So it definitely I feel like I'm. I'm thinking about the whole journey and also right. like it's a pseudo performance because it's without your body, but it like sort of is. So right. I definitely feel like it it has a lot of. Um, a lot of ways. I'm also getting back into writing recently, so it's been mm. a nice thing to, you know, I want to try to be able to bring a little more of that into my into my work I produce as well. Yeah, fantastic. So Jacksonville, come to Chicago, was there a bit of a culture shock from that world to this? Obviously, it's uh, the South is very conservative. We're very liberal. So I, I'm wondering if that ever clashed with, you know, the 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 creative process. 
Yeah, I mean, I I thought it was funny because there were so many things I took for granted about the South that like I was just used to. I, I remember talking about how all every single like public high school where I was had had like a beauty pageant that was at the <laughs> school. And it was like something that was just so normal for me. And then I came here and I was like I did not realize I was growing up in such a Southern place, like just little things like that. Yeah. And I remember, I also remember, you know, what, saying hi to people that were living in my dorm and nobody said hi to me. And I was like, Oh, I forget. You just like say hi to your neighbors where yeah, yeah, yeah. I was from. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that it definitely, the Midwest honestly took a lot of me getting used to the cold, the, you know, just a, just a That's different right. attitude yeah, about yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. It's just very different than Florida, you know, as you know, but I've, very glad I'm not there anymore, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that the clashing of the different two like U.S. cultures was definitely influential for me. And I think that more and more you can see that in my work, where I was much less getting inspired by a sort of you know sunny, beachy sort of sure. party aesthetic. I think there's a little more there's a little there's a little more house music in my work for sure. I definitely feel like that's the one of the biggest genres that influences yeah. my work and. I just, yeah, you know, I, I've come to appreciate seasons and I've really come to appreciate the city. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, 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 I'm so thankful for the summer now. But it's, it's yeah, no, I, I love Chicago. It's, it's been, I never expected to be here this long, but I'm so glad I have been here this long. Do you feel like there was some sort of like divine intervention? Because like <laughs> you're, everything that you're doing, this is the perfect place to be doing it. Yeah, I, I, I think there was. I think that I really needed Chicago and I didn't know I needed it. Mm, uh, and yeah, it just kept, I think, you know, I, I just, I was sort of just, you know, I really pursued this world, but I think this world also found me and I really, it's been, it's been really nice that I feel like I've seen my work pay off in the past year right. or so. And I, yeah, I'm just really, it feels like Chicago is really good to me. So I'm going to be really good to it. Do you identify like as a Chicagoan now? Like when you, uh, when you talk to people? Or do no, you I don't. I yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I I can't I can't call it that. I like I cannot I cannot claim that. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that I'm the best one. That that's dramatic, but I I think I'm a great Chicago transplant, but I'm not a Chicagoan now. Well, soon enough, if you hang exactly, around exactly. Exactly. Once it once it beats how in in three more years it'll beat how long I lived in Florida. So yeah, we'll see. So you're also doing a residency at Smart Bar that just started back in December. So that's a huge congratulations yeah, to you, you as well. Uh, what has that uh, that experience been like taking on this new role, this new responsibility? It's you know it's been really exciting because Smart Bar is the oldest house club in North America, and mm. so and I was actually just talking about this in a panel I did recently about how I'm I'm probably one of the first DJs who plays a lot of the genres that I play that's Dude. working there. So it's just like, I sometimes feel like I'm the wild card there, but yeah. I also, I think it's, I'm the, I'm the perfect choice in a lot of ways, just cause I do have such that house influence and such that techno influence in my work. Um, sure. But yeah, it's, it's been really amazing so far. I just did a night there for Daphne, which is the, the festival that's going on all of March, uh, which is focusing on women and non-binary DJs exclusively for all of the Fridays and Saturdays and all of the, and most of the other Thursdays and Sundays that are happening as well. Um, but yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I had, uh, this DJ Nikisi that was from, uh, that lives in London that plays this crazy hardcore music. She produces all of her own music. She DJs. It's such really? a crazy experience. It was nice. really cool. Yeah. And then Jonna Rush, who's a Chicago-based DJ, who's one of the the pioneers of footwork and such a big uh, 
house influence in Chicago. So it was really cool to like work with two girls that are in, in two different scenes and like one being local and one being from an international DJ who I think that was the first international DJ I've ever booked, which right. was exciting. So what, uh, what nights can people go find you? Um, so I am rotating at smart bar. I'm there every so often, but if you check the calendar, I'm there a lot. Uh, my, I have a monthly at the hideout called Ariel's party. Okay. Um, that happens, uh, usually the third Saturday of every month. Sometimes it switches around, but you can always do that. Uh, tonight, I have a show at Berlin Nightclub. Uh, my party, which happens also intermittently throughout the year, about four or five times a year, called Rosebud, which is tonight, um, right off the the Lakeview okay. or the um, the Belmont Red Line. Nice. Um, yeah. So, but you, yeah. I mean, if you, the best place to follow me for my gigs is probably on Facebook at DJ Ariel Zatina. I I'm always posting everything I'm doing, and then I'm posting everything I'm doing on SoundCloud as well. So nice. Well. Yeah. At the- uh, well, that's our time, unfortunately. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, we're gonna pl- we're gonna close out with a, a, a unreleased record, right? Yes, yes. This is a remix I did for my friend. It's pump exciting. my buddy up. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, when when is this one gonna be officially released? Uh, this is in uh, two months, I believe, in May. All right, so we're getting to yeah. hear first. Premiere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first time. Thank you so much, Ariel. Thank for you for having stopping me. in and dropping in with us. For Tony, for Alex, Weekend Gabe here. We'll do it again next Thursday night here on 88.7 FM, WLUW's Radio 1 Chicago. Stick around. The Hip Hop Project is up next. Let's go.
This Radio 1 Chicago podcast was produced by Weekend Gabe, Tony, Alex, and Hex.